0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to WD18, the Watford fan channel. Welcome to another very special video. We're delighted to welcome Joseph Hungbo to the show. Joe, thank you so much for your time today, mate. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on. Um, first off, how's, how's it going, mate? You all good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, guys. You know, thanks for having me. How are you guys doing? You OK? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, good, yeah. mate. We were really excited for this one. Um, I think particularly as young Watford fans, seeing you come through the, the under-23s, breaking into the first team, it's an exciting time. To be to be a Watford fan, um, I think the best place to start is how you find in life at Watford. How's it been for you?
1: For me personally, like I always set my standards all the way high, and this is my second season at Watford, and it's been it's been an adventure. It's definitely been an adventure. I've definitely gone through a lot of highs, a lot of lows, and I'm just happy to get through everything and be in the position I'm in now. I just gotta make sure I just keep going, but it's definitely been a been an adventure. I definitely say that.
0: This season is it kind of the highlight of your time at the club so far making your league debut playing it uh old trafford away as well it must be must have been special
1: 110 i mean uh if someone told me this was going to be how your season was going to look i'd have been like all right cool let me you know let me, let me take that <laughs> <laughs> honestly like is like football's a funny game i mean i was at like, older shot not too long ago and for me personally, I didn't really feel like i done myself justice. But I came back and I just had this drive and this mentality of, listen, if I'm not going to do it there, I better do it here. Like I have no choice. Like I have to put my mind, I have to put everything into mm-hmm. training day in, day out for me to, you know, excel. And I'm just happy everything's paying dividends. But I just got to keep going.
0: Because you mentioned, Wait. I think it was in an interview, wasn't it, with the club where you mentioned about Harry Kane going on loan to Norwich, then, then he came back. Was it, it's those sort of players that you took maybe a bit of motivation from to, to have find that 100%. drive to break through.
1: 100% and you see so many players go to non-league teams and they go out on loan and they get the experience and sometimes it works in their favour sometimes it doesn't and for me it didn't at the time but I just used that as fuel for me to go harder for me to you know think better for me to play better and it definitely helped me because it Definitely turned me into a from a boy to a man. Like it yeah. definitely showed me the different aspects to the game. I didn't really, didn't really understand, didn't really know. So I've come back with that experience of how life could be for me. And you know, the, the National League is probably the hardest league. Honestly, it's so hard. It's so hard mentally, physically. It's difficult. And I was very happy for me to experience that, even though it didn't go my way, because I've un- I've understood different types of football, in essence. But, you know, I can't really say too much about them. They were amazing, but I've just got to focus on what I've got to do now. Mm. Sam, so yeah. on,
2: mate, you talk about kind of that transition from becoming a boy to a man in football. Which player in the first team has kind of really helped you settle into you know, the dressing room and into first-team football style of play and that kind of thing?
1: Um, there's been quite a few. Obviously, you've got Skipper, you've got Troy, you know, he he has no feel. He just tells you how it is. Um, you've got Nate, you've got Cleves, you've got Andre, you've got so many players, so many players that have come in and welcomed me and, you know, just put their arms around, uh, put my arms around their shoulder and they've literally just welcomed me and, I want nothing but got nothing but respect for them, and not 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 a lot of people do that. Not a lot of people go out their way to you know welcome youngsters because more time when youngest come in, they're like, ah, oh, all right, what's this guy gonna be like? But sometimes <laughs> when it sometimes when it comes to it, you have gotta have a bit of character about yourself. You have gotta have a bit about yourself, and I definitely thought I showed that coming coming up and training with them, and they saw that because when you go up, you. You're kind of intimidated you're kind of just okay i better not make a mistake here but whenever i made a mistake like i made sure everyone knew i made a mistake which i have to improve mm. but whenever i left the training session people know that i was in the training session like people know that all right yeah joseph was in the training session and i feel like that's the next step that's the effect you've got to have on certain players and these are first team players that i've been doing it for for years at top levels and if you're yeah. having that effect on them, then that's just a very good outlook on how you are as a player and how you are as a person in general. So, hmm. yeah, there's definitely been a lot of players that have helped me through the, through my time.
3: I think that was sort of what all Watford fans thought of you when you came on against Manchester United. Like, that's what impressed so many of us was just how fearless you were or, or you seen when you came on the pitch because I think you could have been forgiven for coming on the pitch at Old Trafford against Manchester United and sort of shying away from tactical things like that. But you got straight in there you got stuck in you you did really well you played some great passes and and in what was ultimately a 15 minute sort of uh stretch of time on the pitch you made a, a big impact so is that just part of how you try and maybe get your motivation across and, and show how you are as a player in a, in a short space of time
1: yeah 100 percent. i mean like you don't get an opportunity to play at old trafford like certain players <laughs> don't get an opportunity so when I was there, even before the game, I was like, oh my, oh my word. Like, this is Old Trafford. Take me in. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, I better do something like Legends have played here. <laughs> so why am I scared? There's no pressure. Like, I'm playing against some of the best players around. Why am I scared? I have no reason to be scared. Like, I've waited my whole life for this. Like, there's no way I'm going to boil it now and just you know do nothing can just be a part of it and be like yeah it's a great no like i've got to take it by the balls and absolutely run with it it just doesn't make sense why people get scared when you know you're presented with such a good opportunity for you to broadcast yourself and you know put yourself out there because you don't you wouldn't you don't know if you're going to get this opportunity again so when you have it take it embrace it express yourself like you hear so many players say express yourself they're not lying like if you express yourself, you're playing with happiness. You're playing with joy. You play better, and I feel like that was the only,
0: that was the only outlook I, I felt when I when I was coming on. Hundred percent. When we watch you play, Joe, it, it, as, as Elliot mentioned, it does feel like you're fearless when you're on the ball. You're taking men on. You, you're fearless against defenders. Is it, from your perspective, is, is it just purely purely that you, you're not scared of anyone, whoever you come up against?
1: I feel like if you don't have self belief in what you do, then. You should stop doing it realistically because you gotta believe that you can beat anyone in front of you. And I feel like me coming up as an attacking player, I've just been able to just absolutely say, Yeah, I'm coming up against you. All right, cool. Let's have it. Like I don't really care who, I, don't really care who I come up against because I believe in myself that it doesn't matter who who it is, it could be all the top defenders or the top midfield it doesn't matter like everyone's human everyone makes mistakes and I'm gonna make sure you make that mistake like that's my drive and it's and it's important to have because if you don't have that then you should just stop if you don't believe in yourself then there's just no point
2: how much of an impact has Cisco Munoz had on your kind of that sort of thought you think he's been how helpful has he been in terms of you know your step up from the academy to the first team and has he kind of helped you have those kind of fearless beliefs within yourself
1: he's definitely helped me a lot he's helped me a lot and I feel like there isn't a lot of managers out there that have helped me the way he's helped me he's just taken me in and I'm so grateful for the opportunity he's given me and I feel like when he is like he has such passion for the game and we share the same passion and when he's speaking about it and I'm speaking about it it's like it just brings a good side relief, side relief, and you know it just makes me happy every time I'm speaking to him about certain things I need to work on or certain things I'm doing well that I could do better. Like, like you've seen it—the smile he has all the time. Like when he's smiling, I'm smiling. It's just—it's just, it's just <laughs> always happy. Like he just brings a good vibe to the, to the, to training wherever you see him. He's just always smiling, and because I'm a I'm an outgoing guy, and obviously, uh our personalities like just just match, and on the pitch when it's serious, we can still have a joke and a laugh. Just that's just how we are, and and it's amazing. Like I, there isn't a lot of managers that you know you can banter and joke around with, but but can switch it like that. And I feel like when you have that balance with a certain manager, it's just amazing because you can just be yourself. Certain players are kind of rigid, have to be a certain type of way, but. When you're yourself, that's just the best way to be, to be honest. And he definitely puts that out there for me to for me to do.
0: Joe, has he taught you anything in particular from your game? From maybe previous coaches you've worked under. Obviously you worked under Hayden Mullins, who I think we saw on the player cam that you got a close relate you had a close relationship with him. What what's what Cisco talk taught you individually?
1: Um he was a winger himself. Um he was Yeah, a, very true, very true. He was a left footed winger himself. So when I'm looking at it, I'm thinking He's played at the highest levels. What can I learn from him? And he's taught me so many things, like in terms of getting into certain positions, in terms of my movements behind behind the defenders, in terms of just simply just crossing, how you cross different types of crosses. Like, he's been in my position. So he's looking at me saying, all right, cool. What would I do if I'm in your position? And it's just the best type of manager to have, especially when he's an attacker. He knows what... What you do, he sees what you're doing, but he's like, all right cool, how am I gonna make sure he sees this other side so he gets this different outcome because when I got this outcome, it worked for me, so it was nice it was amazing.
3: I imagine it's more physical to play in, in a senior in the championship, so how do you have to sort of tweak the way you play to adapt to that, or do you think it's just sort of playing your way and and adapting just to, as best you can to the championship
1: um the difference the level of intensity is definitely, definitely bigger. I mean, then the championship, like everyone's shouting at you, like not talking, <laughs> shouting at you. Like, it's, it's crazy. Like in the 23s game, it's like, you kind of know, you kind of not go through the emotions, but you kind of know, yeah, you know what? Just give me the ball. Let me do what I need to do. But <laughs> you can't, you can't have that. You honestly, you can't have that. People are going to be down your throat and it's a, Alright, cool. What do I need to do here? What do I need to do here? Your mind's on a free sixty turn, twenty four seven, and it's it's definitely where I want to be. I mean, last season had a good season. I feel like it. I definitely needed a step. I definitely felt like I needed a step because I needed to see how I was going to cope. I needed to see how I was going to be because I felt like twenty three football. It's it's good for a certain for a certain age. Or for a certain time, but there's a time where you feel like, all right, cool, what's the next step? And I'm just glad to be here and you know be embracing embracing the opportunity I'm getting. But it's definitely a difference that like a goal and an assist is so important. A win is so important. That last ditch tackle is so important. Everything is so important. And the attention to detail is crazy. And that's why I was just at it. Every day in training, training is tough as well as the game. So, yeah,
0: it's it's definitely tough because you're fighting for something. You're fighting for three buttons. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the step up there from from under twenty three to, to first team football. Just just focusing on that on the first team. Has there been one player in particular that maybe you didn't realise how good they were until you saw them up close and, and training training with them every day?
1: In terms of in my position, I didn't understand how good Saw so was until. Really i played with him he is unbelievable <laughs> like it doesn't make sense like you see him in games and he just coasts past people like he does the same thing in training it's ridiculous
0: do you reckon you could beat him in, in a rice nope. no <laughs> no
1: it's not happening i'm like no no Hammy, no i can't do it i can't do it honestly like, he uh, in terms of abilities unreal like another player you've got Will Hughes no one can get near him in training one touch really? two touch no one can get near him like it's so annoying you think you've got him and then you just <laughs> so annoying but definitely so. he's a different different animal
2: all of us on here are kind of a similar age and you know kind of going through those teenage years I mean we would have experienced very different things to you do you kind of have a not long for kind of a normal teenage life, but stuff like nights out and going out with mates that you probably can't have.
0: Uh, as <laughs> I all the little or... smirk there, Joe. I all the
2: little smirk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he can't wait. The first night out in Watford after lockdown. Joe cutting shapes in prison. <laughs> 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 but but has, that kind of, has that ever been difficult, um, you know, growing up as a, you know, just in the football environment?
1: I'm not really the nightlife guy. I'm not really the go-out guy. I just stay at home. Read books, or- books. I don't even have a console.
2: Ooh.
1: I don't even have a console. <laughs> no, we've got to have a game. we got to have <laughs> a game. <laughs> I don't even have a console. Like a lot of a lot of the boys are like, yo, Joe, like why don't you nah man? It's like right now I'm just focused. Like there's no reason for me to go out and maybe I can go out in the garden, you know, sunny outside, but in terms of me actually going out, I, for me personally, I just don't see the point of it. Personally, hmm. like it's just a waste of times. like it's, it's just not my scene it's not my scene honestly it's not my scene and a lot of the, the boys will vouch for me i just don't go out I, I don't go out at all a footballer's life is a very short career like it's not long at all and i think i don't want to look back at my career and say what if i could have done this or what if i could have done that like i want to make sure that i put every ounce of every day of every second into my craft and that's being the best footballer I can possibly be and that's not going to be affected by me going out my friends or me going out to the to the nightclub what's that going to do for me nothing but me you know having a nice bath after training or me reading a book or me watching a certain podcast that could you know help me in terms of different aspects to things that's going to help me not going out like I ain't got time I don't have time for that like mm-hmm. I honestly don't like. I'm trying to do things that are going to benefit me for the future. Like I'm not trying to live for the for the memories. No. Nah. obviously you you want to enjoy it. I understand that, but there's a time and a place. And I, you like, find
2: the lockdown helpful for kind of that kind of just the time to read, you know, listen to podcasts, whatever. Kind of that time that a lot of us kind of didn't really have in our lives, just to take a step back and think about what you want to do.
1: Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like even before the lockdown, I wasn't really going out, going out like that anyway. But in terms of when the lockdown happened, it gave me an opportunity for me to, you know, discover new things, discover new books, discover just different aspects. Like instead of me just being on my phone twenty four seven, I can, you know, be helping out with someone. I can be reading something. I could be maybe even watching a couple series. Like something. Like I'm just not really. That person to be out there until God knows how long doing what.
2: Like, it's just not me. Man. I feel personally attacked there.
3: I'm joking. I'm
2: joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. There, there's a real
3: mix of like footballers who say, Oh, I get home and I watch a football match, and then I watch a football match, I watch a football match. And then there's another sort of section of footballers that say, oh, I get home and I don't want to have anything to do with football, don't want to, don't want to watch any matches don't want to see what's happening in the Premier League or in the other games in the Championship. Where do you sort of fall on on that spectrum? Are you someone that likes to watch as much football as possible, consume as much football media, or do you try and stay away from it when training's done and focus on a book or something like that instead?
1: Um, it just depends, really. I've, I feel like ever since I was young, I was I've always been a football fanatic. So it's like me watching football just makes me happy. Like, so I'm just going to do it like every Saturday when you just got games at three, games at five, games at seven, games at eight. I'm like, yes,
2: that's my <laughs> Saturday done.
1: That's my Saturday done. I'm not going to lie. like That's that's all I really want to do. Like, Obviously, you got to respect the people that just don't really want to have anything to do with football when they've done it. It's like, listen, i have done with that now. All right, cool, whatever. Let me spend time with my family, do what I need to do. But with me, I love it. Like honestly, like because I'm just learning new things from different people every day. Like when I'm watching certain players, I could be watching player like Sterling or watching a player like Mane. Like I'm watching certain things they're doing every week and I'm like, Alright, cool, you done this, you done that. So it's education for me. It's like mm-hmm. how everyone's got their education. It's educating for it's education for me to just watch games. Like just watch it how midfielders get it, play it into the to the wingers, what type of runs they're making. It's like I really try and study the game as much as I possibly can.
0: I think I saw something on, on Rising Ballers actually about your brother Jacob and um, there was a really, really nice piece there and just how important he's been and, and your family have been to, to your growth. Just do you want to maybe touch on that and, and kind of the part they've played in in your growth, not only as a player but as a person as well?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I grew up with five brothers, one sister and obviously I'm the youngest at the brothers and... When they found out I wanted to play football, they were like, all right, cool. But you got to make sure that your education is there. And I so like me growing up with my mum and dad as well, that definitely helps. They kind of grounded me a lot. Like when I was doing wrong, they'd tell me. When I was doing well, they'd be like, all right, cool, that's good. But yeah. you can do better. Like I came from a very cultural family where it was all about hard work because I come from a hard working family. My mum, she works hard, my, mom, my dad works hours on end so i see that growing up and i'm like all right cool i've got to implement that in my life because that's what i see my parents doing that's what i see my brothers doing and especially uh, my brother jacob like he's literally been there with me from the get-go since i was nine so it's definitely they've definitely helped a lot like they've definitely molded it me into the person I am today and to the player I am today essentially like family is definitely the most important thing
0: to me you mentioned your role models with your parents do you see yourself as a role model to maybe some of the younger players who have maybe had a difficult obviously kind of at the start of your career but particularly at Watford with the under 23s under 18s it feels like you're a great example of what can happen if you put in hard work and you can break through the first thing do you see yourself as that or is that am I seeing that very much from the outside
1: um me personally like when you talk about role models you talk about players that have you know made it in a game for me personally i feel like i've got to do way more for me to be a role model like like what have i really done for me to be a role model have i really broken into the first have, have i really done it though like i'm i'm half there half not it can go there it can go ahead so it's like in terms of me being a role model i feel like that's a that's a that's a big statement. But <laughs> <Like, laughs> like, I don't think I'm a role model yet. But I definitely work yeah. like in terms of my my drive and my mentality to to certain things. I feel like a lot of young players can understand that. You know, if you just focus on the most important thing, and that's the work, and that's football, like it can take you as far as you wanna go.
2: I don't think it's just that, though. I don't think it's just football. I think in every kind of stretch of life, what you, can play, I think, you know, me, me and Elliot, we have exams coming up. It's stuff like that. You can easily, you know, apply that to your exams. Exactly. Having confidence and that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's like, it just doesn't matter what you do as long as you just work hard in everything you do. Like, the harder you work, the luckier you get. I was lucky enough to come in against United, lucky enough to come in against Wickham. Like, to be honest, is. You manifest what you what you do, you know. Like everything you do is manifested, and if you if you're working hard, like it's gonna get manifested into good things. Like like, when it wasn't happening for me at Oldershaw, I was like, "Why is this happening to me?" Like, "Oh, what? I I do, I really do this." Three Um, months later, I'm playing against Wick and making my debut in the championship. Like, good. Like, no one writes that. Like,
0: what was that feeling like, Joe? When you got um, the call up to come on.
1: I honestly I got told the like in a warm-up, I was like, I got told, listen, you know, you may you may come on today, just just keep warm. I'm telling you, I have not warmed up before for so long in my life. <laughs> I was out on the touchline for like a good 50 minutes, just running up and down. She's running up. I was just staying there, just running up and down, up and down. Coming into the 8th minute, I'm like, ah, oh, no, is it gonna happen today? <laughs> Until, you know, I'm like, I get the call. Oh my god, my heart was racing.
0: Really, heart's racing. What were the thoughts going through your head at that point? Is it I kind was, of like, on. Was,
1: in my head, I'm like, okay, cool. They're winning 2 0. You, know, you got seven minutes to go. All right, cool. Just relax, do what you need to do, work hard. Your chance will come. Do what you need to do when you get on the ball. Keep it simple, like just little things like that, like just self-talk, really, and it paid dividends. Like the when I got on the ball, I kind of lost it, and I was like, "Oh my god, what's going to happen now?" Like,
2: yeah. But
1: when you get into the game, and you get a feel of the game. It's definitely, it's definitely easier because it was, it was full throttle. Obviously, Wickham was trying to get the, trying to get a goal, and getting into the grip of the game is hard, you know, you just adapt into the intensity, yep, go, do what you need to do. It's it's difficult, but, you know, I managed to, you know, get a grip of it and yeah, it was good. It was definitely what I needed.
0: Elliot, I wanted to bring you in there, mate. What's particularly impressed you about Joe and since kind of the cameos you've seen from him?
3: Well, yeah, I've, I've been lucky enough to go to the games in like the press box and, and watch you in person and it, like I've said before, like when you came on against United, just how you can instantly see on the pitch as soon as you've come on. You're not like blending in or anything. You're always getting the ball, always attacking the, the fullback. And I think it's, especially when you're on the left, because it's obviously where I'm sitting if it's in the second half. So I think just the way you, you drive at your man at, at the right back in the way you do. And even if you're on, maybe on the right, when, I don't know if, what is your, your familiar position necessarily, whether you prefer it on the left or the right. But is it more, I'm not sure how to exactly word the question, but is it more... That you you just take the opportunity as it comes, or is it? It's yeah, it's a difficult one. But like, um, to be honest, in terms of where
1: where I am in terms of what I want to do, I feel like when you've got an opportunity to get at a defender or get at anyone, just take it, just go for it. Like the worst thing that's gonna happen is they tackle you, it goes up or throw in, like they win the ball. Ah. You go again, like, it's just, for me, It's I know what I'm capable of doing and it doesn't really matter who I'm playing playing against. Like, it doesn't. And when you get brought on, on the 70th minute, 80th minute, players are tired. Run at them. Like, run mm. at them. Like, have a race. With, I'm going to have a race with you. And if you get there before me, well done to you. But I promise <laughs> you, I'll probably get there before you, 100%. That was, I was a song. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah, it was a song. <laughs> okay, take it. But but like that, when you have that belief in yourself, like you can see it. Like it doesn't really matter. It, like you just go for it. Honestly, it doesn't matter if I'm playing on the right or the left. Like if I've got an opportunity, there's space behind you, and I'm running at you, I'm just. Knock it in the space, and you know the level, shoot, or pass. Do what I need to do.
0: What would but, you say the best part of your game is, Joe?
1: Um, a lot of a lot of people would say cutting in and finishing, but I'm just trying to mix it up. Um, I think that's been my biggest problem. Just trying to mix really good
2: crosses a couple of times so far. The one in, I think it was against Wickham, The ball in for Stepe Parreira, who was just just a couple of yards off it. That was a, that was a really good ball in.
1: Yeah, like honestly. Past couple of days, that's literally all I've been working on. It's just different types of crosses and different types of errors. But I feel like just getting it from the right, cutting in from cutting from the right, finishing on my left. I feel like I enjoy doing that just because I see all the great players that you got Messies, you got your sellers that do it for fun. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, You're left footed, I can do that. If you can do it (laughs) and it's like yeah, I feel like that's definitely my favourite part of my game, but it doesn't really matter where I play, as long as I'm playing.
0: Is there maybe an aspect of your game that you do feel needs improvement, in particular?
1: Hundred um, percent. You got, you know, using my right foot sometimes because I feel like at there's going to be a point where certain teams are going to understand that. All right, cool. He's going to want to drive at you, go down the line, cross with, you know, his left. Or when he's coming, when he's coming from the right, he's going to want to cut inside, use his left. All right, cool. Show him his right. I feel like that's what I need to work. I need to work on different types of shots, crosses my right foot. I've got to just be versatile. I've got to be unpredictable. That's definitely what I've got to be. And that just comes with experience. That comes with time. That just comes with work on the training pitch and doing different things that, you know, everyone didn't really expect me to do because everyone expects me to cut inside and shoot. Everyone expects me to go down the line and cross if I come in and shoot my right foot, everyone's going to be like, What? what are you didn't. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, <laughs> hey, whoa, <Yeah. laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> what's going on hey? um, But yeah, I mean, that's definitely something I've got to work on. But, you know, that comes with time.
3: What do you see as your preferred position? Because I know you're saying you, you want to be as versatile as possible, but you have got the benefit on the left of swinging the crosses in your left foot. Like, say, on the right, you're able to cut across. I've seen you. You played at left wing back before. I don't know if that'd be your your favorite position, but um, is it left wing? Do you think?
1: Um, to be honest, it's either the left or the right. Like I always get joy coming in from the right and doing what I need to do. But to be honest, it doesn't really matter. Like if I'm playing on the left, I can still come in. If I'm playing on the right, I can still go outside. For like the left and the right, yeah, that's definitely me. That really the helps. Wing back. No, I mean, listen. If we're playing five at the back and, and i got go do a job, I'm gonna do the job, but it's not my preferred position Now,
0: Love it, Joe. Love it. i tell you what, we talked a lot on football. We're gonna get in some quick fire questions if that's all right with you, mate. Uh real quick, uh, some random ones in there. Um so we've got I think it's about fifteen fifteen or so, so we'll file them over to you. Um the first one is favorite player growing up. Messi. All day long. All no day no long. No. Great <laughs> choice. Yeah. Favourite music artist. Drake. Oh, big, big. Favourite song? Favourite song? Yeah, good God, my Favourite song, surely.
1: Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Astral Thunder, Travis Scott. What about
2: Sweet Caroline? <laughs> 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 oh, man. Oh, Your most used phrase, because Watford fans kind of know you now. What is it? You walk out and he goes, it's a lovely day. Tonight.
0: What is it? It's something like <laughs> it's gonna, that. It's going to be a good day. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, that was funny I'd say you know the vibes I feel like I use that a lot
0: Next one Joe Is best dressed player At Watford In your opinion
1: Ooh Probably Andre Gray Or Chalabar uh,
0: Actually you mentioned it earlier But quite a night at home Or a night out with the lads
1: Quite a night at home man. Yeah let and chill I'm chilling <laughs> <laughs> really. what,
0: what, 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 What's your
2: favourite series On the topic of that I'm
1: actually watching Vikings right now Actually It's pretty good but oh, I think you greatest, the greatest series, Game of Thrones.
0: Who's
3: your best mate at Watford? Yeah, Jeremy or Dan Phillips. The, the best player you've played with, but it has to be in the under-23s and it can't be one of the senior players that is returning from injury or, or something like that.
1: At Crystal Palace, it had to be Kian Flanagan. Oh, he was a player. Really? Player. Um, At Watford, it's got to be... It's got to be... Uh, I'd say Dan Phillips, but I'd say...
2: I'd say Dan Phillips. Did you play with Juan at Palace? Yeah. He- he's doing well for himself. Oh, <laughs> <He's> <laughs> no, like, when
1: people call him the spider and talk about how no one can go- get past him, no one can get past him. Yeah. No one. It was like, <laughs> there'd be times when he'd slide tackle me. I'd literally be doing like a hurdle over his legs.
0: It's,
1: it's really easy. Like no True. one could get past him. But yeah, he was he was something. He was something else. Ne- next one, Joe, is favorite meal. It's got to be some Jello for us. It's Got to be my culture oh, rice. Be- <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: If you could have one superpower, what would it be?
1: I feel like if I was to have a superpower, I wish I could read minds. That's
2: a, that's a good shout. A that good was one. quite deep, you know. Yeah, that, I was gonna <laughs> <Yeah>. say that. <laughs> I was kind of thinking
0: about that. Like, yeah, yeah, I would like to know that as well. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd
2: like
1: to. I'd like to read minds. Yeah.
0: Nice, nice. Have you got any pre-match rituals, Joe? I've got a couple, actually. Like, before every game, I have to have a
1: hot bath. I feel like there was a there was a period where there was a specific song I'd play before every game because the one time I played it, I had a good performance. So I was like, all right, cool, I've just got to play this song. Probably that. I don't really have a lot. I just keep it simple.
0: What is the hardest part of playing first-team football?
1: You've got to be mentally sharp. You've got to be physically on it. All the times like it doesn't really matter how you're doing. All that matters is the three points on a Saturday and how it gets done. If you're getting the three points is all good, but as soon as things start to go down, that's when the mental status starts to come around. And you know, I've been lucky enough to experience how things are going up, how things are going down and to see how players are moving, to see how players are doing. And yeah, it's definitely difficult. But the hardest part in 1st team football is to stay at 1st team football. It's the hardest part. This
0: is quite a big one, to be fair. But what is your biggest dream in football?
1: I think my biggest dream would be to play in a Premier League.
0: Joe, it's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Thanks so much thank for coming you. on um, and taking up having. so much of your time. But thank, thanks so much for your, for your time. And we wish you all the best for the for the rest of the season on behalf of Watford fans. Thank
1: you very much, Jacob. Thank you much, very much, Sam. Thank you very much, Elliot. Appreciate your time. Thank Top you. Man, it. Top man, man Joe. You. Take care of yourself. See you later, mate. Take care. Yeah.